All right, welcome everybody to our Fit Union Team Leadership Call. We have an amazing, amazing call tonight. Um, very excited to hear our speaker, um, but we will we will get to our speaker in one second, and I will give Jason the the microphone to introduce our speaker. Um, but before we do that, just wanted to remind everybody um, of a few housekeeping announcements and one cool announcement that just came out now. I'm going to pull it up while we're talking so I don't miss anything. But first off, you guys know we have less than two days left in the month. We have the rest of tonight, which is all of two and a half hours and all day tomorrow, um, with our October Challenge Pack sales that are out there, the Les Mills Family Programs, Pump and, and Combat Packs, as well as the Ultimate Reset and the most popular one this month, Tony Horton's P90, with $5 from every um, purchase going to uh, the Wounded Warrior Project. So just a couple days left, actually just a better part of a day left to do that and have yourself hit Success Club. I've hit Success Club. How about you, Jason? I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'm right there. Like you, say, like you said, you know, with the P90 this month, it is uh, really easy to do the basics of the business. And if you're not a P90 person, I mean, with the ultimate reset out there, you advertise those two products, even just your existing customer base. And, you know, success complies in the bag for this month, I think. Yep. And I know for a fact Miss Mindy Hordes hit Success Club. So, you know, yes, you, you, you do what your, what your leaders are setting the example for, and you just make it every single month. So that's done, and then a lot of making Success Club comes from the specials that, that Beachbody has every month. That, with that being said, Beachbody has announced tonight the November Challenge Pack promotions that are out there, and actually they gave us a gift and released them uh, tonight. So they are available. In addition to the Ultimate Reset, the Les Mills Combat Family, and the P90 Packs, we have two Pile Packs that are available for the month of November, the Pile Challenge Pack, for 140, the one we've seen in the we've seen in the past, I think we saw it in um, July and again I think in September. So the Pio Pack is out there for us, as well as the brand new Pio Kickstart Challenge Pack. Now I knew about the Pio Kickstart Challenge Pack earlier this year um, from our cab meetings, but I, I was under moratorium to, to speak of it. But the Pio Kickstart Challenge Pack is the Pio Pack plus the three-day refresh. So you have the ability to sell a new uh, pile challenge pack that comes with a three-day refresh called the Kickstart Challenge Pack. So that is out there for 205 and the pile pack for 140 So if you've been looking um, to get somebody started in, in pile um, and you still need challenge um, success club points for this month, Beachbody gave you a gift and released those a couple days early. So use the rest of today and tomorrow to get these pile ones in addition to the other four packs that are out there. Pretty cool news, hey Jason and Mindy. Correct. I'm, I'm oh, they do. Yeah, they do so much for us that a lot of that a lot of people um, with the advertising um, that's gone on with the refresh now, you know, can just add on the brand new pile program to that uh, just for a small upgrade. So that's a great deal. Yep. We haven't used the refresh. My wife used it. Lost. Uh, I think the first time she did it, she lost 11 pounds in those three days. Um, it's a great program. It helps you kind of reset after a, um, let's just call it a, a uh, college football weekend sometimes. You need to refresh. I, I had to do that this past Saturday. I indulged a little bit, but, hey, it's college football time. Or maybe uh, a long weekend away or, you know, a lot of us are going to be indulging in some 
starting tomorrow, and a lot of people don't want to hear it, but I'm actually looking forward to it, or starting the day after tomorrow, it's going to be officially the holiday season. You've got Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, New Year's coming up, so we will be indulging there, and a three-day refresh is a great way to kind of reset a little bit. So those are going to be available to you all. Um, also, the last two days, uh, last day and a couple hours, actually, of the Fall Classic. So get with your partners, figure out where everybody's at with points. Hopefully you've been keeping up with your partner, and, and um, you're going for as many points as you can to win some pretty cool gifts. Jason and Mindy, is there anything else that I'm missing as we hit the end of the month here? Not that I can think of. Um, yeah. Just to push forward, and, I mean, the end of the year is the biggest stress time for everybody. I'm, I was actually looking in the wall earlier, and, it's, you know, everybody's stressed, no matter if you're a new coach, if you are a, you know, a seasoned coach, or, you know, somebody like me who's only been here three years, we're all going through it, so... Um, the biggest thing is just to not give up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good words, good words. And I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago and we actually talked about this in a in a cab meeting that this isn't you know, this is something that we we are allowed to share, but you know, we, we talked about it I think on one of my own team calls and maybe I mentioned it on uh, a team call here, but you know, the Mindy brings up a good point. We're entering the end of the year and a lot of people are gonna be positioned going to be positioning themselves for getting people ready for January. Well, don't forget that, you know, what they reminded us of, Beachbody, is that January is no longer the get fit month for everybody. The industry has just basically shown now that February is the month that most people are ready to commit to their fitness after the holidays. And it's not because, you know, trends have changed. It's just because, simply because of football season, gang. A lot of people don't want to miss the Super Bowl parties or the college football bowl parties, and they don't commit to their health and fitness until after football season is done. And when is that representative of? When the Super Bowl is done. So that's why you see Beachbody shifting a lot of their brand-new product releases, a lot of their really big um, specials to February now, which is why they're doing the 21-day fix. Uh, extreme program coming out this coming February instead instead of January. So February is the new January, but that does not mean that a lot of people do still don't make good starts in January. They're still the old school people. So you have two great months, January and February, to focus on. And the way you do it is to start ramping this now, just like Mindy said. You have November and December to get people thinking about it. So when January and February come, you have your pick of people to help. So it all starts with what you do these next two months to get ready for January and February. So with that being said, um, Jason, I'm not going to steal any thunder from you. You had an opportunity to spend some, some time here, I know, to the last week or so, week to 10 days while you were out in uh, Miami, uh, Florida. Well, I was freezing my ass over here in Michigan. So why don't you go ahead and introduce our speaker, Miss Mindy Horde? I would be glad and honored to do so. Um, one more thing I think about what you said. You know, if you think about it now with, you know, a couple of days left in this month, if you haven't got your success clip five, you've got P90 and now the the Pio stuff and the Pio with the refresh, and ultimate reset. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, the entire product line, something for men, something for women, um, the whole reset or just the refresh, you know, whatever you need. So, you know, your success clip five is done for this month. And then, you, then you're going into November, right? So, the thing for November is to keep promoting the Pio and whatever else is out there. And then 
tell people now is the time to come in and get started in a Coach Basics group. And, you know, that's going to put them one month into this. They can run whatever December specials that we had. And then come time for January, February, they're out there and running. They're qualified as an Emerald. They're getting these free leads to come in. You know, and they just started a business. And, you know, there's no other industry or business that you can really start in two, three months like this and, you know, get to a plan where you're making – you can make $500 by Christmas if you start today. So it's just a really great opportunity we have, and, um, you know, I, I can't say enough about this. I'm glad Jeff is really kind of our announcer guy and always brings up the latest promotions. But, you know, I, you can't help but get excited when he tells about everything that's going on right now. Okay, yeah, well, <clears throat> our guest speaker tonight is like, um, and, you know, what do you say about this girl? It's like she's just always been there and eager. Like, I'm so proud of all team um diesel down there in by miami you know started off as the diesel sisters but now it's become you know the diesel nation and um i remember back to atlantis what now jeff that's probably three years ago now and you know becky and christina were there that's one of the first events that they qualified for and they were struggling because you know they were doing good with like sales and recruiting but they're like you know how do we make money at this how do we get it going you know, it was really, I just kind of sat down with them and gave them five or ten minute talk about what to do next. And, and I always joke with folks, I went back home for a month and I came back and she's like, okay, that's done. Now what do I do? And I'm like, oh my God, you saw that so quickly. She's like, I tell you, we know what we're doing. We just, we got to structure it better. Um, you know, and now Becky is at the point with, with Diesel Nation now where she's maxed out the comp plan a couple of times. And so I, I shared when we were in Miami and, uh, the awesome diesel diamond leadership training that they had down there that um, one of the things I love most about Becky is that when you're successful in this business, there's not too many people you can call and brag about it. You know, it's like when I have a good month, I can talk to Jeff or Jeff can talk to me, but you know, you don't want to necessarily say that on the whole team page because some of it sounds snobby or snotty. Um, and, and, and I can do that with Becky. But when I talk with Becky about the success that she's having now, you know, there's two or three names that come up and you know Mindy is always on the top of that list so it's like the success from Diesel now or in particular Becky's success is really coming from you know the cumulative efforts of people like um, Mindy here so she's been a lead this last year I think she's already qualified for lead coming up the next year and her rank is currently seven star but you know I wouldn't put that down in writing because it'll change before you know it and um, I got to learn a lot of more about her, her at this last Diamond Leadership and got a real touching story that I'd love for her to start out with here about, you know, what, what she's accomplished recently and, you know, really where she's come from and what she thought was possible. But, um, you know, I just can't say enough about her. We I went out to a Danny Johnson a couple of years ago and, you know, I wanted to do a workup. I think I posted online. She's like, oh, I'd love to go do Body Beast with you. So we did Body Beast Arms together. You know, and I've done Body Beast Arms with a lot of different people, but, you know, she, for for a woman, or I mean for anybody really, she was keeping up with me really good at, and pushing my limits. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't have this little Asian girl doing more more uh, weights on, on biceps than I am. So, you know, I can't say enough for how hard she works, how important she is to the team, um, what she's accomplished in just the last three years, how much she's got going for. And I think, you know, one of the best things, and I hope she's going to touch upon why she's so successful, but, you know, you can't go through an half a day where you don't see one of her things pop up either from her fan page or from her personal page up on her activity on Facebook, you know, so she's out there doing the work. She's branded herself as the fit Asian mom and, and, you know, works for her. Um, 
she's she's as tough as a sailor, and I think she reaches a different audience because of that, and she's open and approachable. But I'm just a good friend of mine, and I think we are really honored to have her on the call tonight and share some of the stuff that where she's come from and what's really working for her to make a successful elite business. Mindy. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me on this call. It's um, <clears throat> kind of surreal because, um, you know, I was thinking about some a little backstory, I guess. I, I jump around, so I apologize. I hope everybody follows me. But um, Jeff and Jason messaged me last night asking me to be on the call. And um, I had plans with a friend because I've been gone for, you know, we were all in Miami for the first, you know, diamond retreat um, that was put on by Becky and Christina. And uh, we had plans, my best friend and I. And then I said, you know what, I'm going to reschedule it because this is important for me to be on the call. It is such an honor. And I really reflected on how much uh, my business has grown and how much I've grown and how really Beachbody and what I do as a coach um, is so important to me because I rearranged everything to be able to be on this call tonight. Um, I did it without hesitation. My best friend um, totally went with the change of the plans because, like she said, when I posted that on Facebook last night, she knows how important this is to me and she supports me. And um, this is something that I've embraced um, 110% 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And it all started with somebody like Jason and Becky believing in me. Um, I look back to, I think it was maybe a year and a half ago when Becky and I spoke on our first call um, when Jason asked us to, you know, be guest speakers. And I don't even remember what I talked about. I just know that I talked really fast. I was so nervous. I didn't know what to say. And I look at the growth that I've made since then that, you know, without hesitation, I didn't second guess myself. I still don't really know what I'm going to say because I never plan a script, but um, I've become a different person. And this all goes back to like what Jason said is that, you know, Becky and Christina, if you followed her, um, Becky, she didn't have any um, direction or any upline support, and she took the chance, unlike um, a lot of people I know out there, and went on the success trip to um, Success Club trip in 2012 to Atlantis, and they reached out to Jason. She's a very shy person, and she took that um, leap and reached out to him, and she did everything that he suggested she should do in a short amount of time. And um, I was part of the plan and what, you know, um, what needed to be done. Um, he was able, didn't even know who I was. He helped her look at her organization and said, Mindy's the one you should be working with. And I will never forget that. I didn't even know who he was. We weren't even friends on Facebook. But I immediately friended him. And this belief of somebody who just looked at numbers, because everybody knows Jason's an analytical person, um, made a big deal. So the one thing that I want to tell all of you is you believing in somebody, even if you don't know them, makes a big difference. And um, it's led up to um, huge changes. And the story that Jason's talking about is while we were having lunch on um, at the leadership retreat um, last Monday, um, we decided to do something different. Instead of, you know, um, talking about ranks or just eating lunch separately, after we, you know, got about halfway through lunch, Christina asked all of us to get up and share our success from 2014. And one thing is I listened to everybody because I recorded almost everybody speaking there. Um, thank God nobody got a, me, me speaking because I was crying like a baby. Um, <laughs> uh, nobody spoke about ranks. Nobody spoke about dollar signs. You know, it was just, it was amazing. And the story that I shared was that the biggest success for me was the fact that I get to, and I'll try not to cry, is that um, I got to be home with my kids. I became a mom very early. Um, in 1999, I found out actually on my 18th birthday. And nine months later, I had my first daughter. I grew up in a very abusive home. I left home at 15. 
had no struggle with drug problems, alcohol problems, relationship problems. Um, if you follow me, you know that I've been married three times, have three kids by three different dads. Never, um, you know, I graduated high school early, which was, you know, a pretty big accomplishment. But after that, I did nothing. Didn't go to college. Um, I've just um, suffered with low self-esteem because I was beaten and abused my whole entire life. And even after leaving home, because that was the culprit of why I left home, I kept getting into relationships like that. Um, Becky and I found each other randomly on Facebook. And I believe that uh, the universe or fate brought her to into my life when I needed needed her the most. And I was the most um, um, accepting of this um, life and these changes. And... Um, I didn't really know what to do as a parent. I just kind of thought every day was get through life as painlessly as possible, make sure that my kids are alive, fed, um, you know, dressed nicely, they show up to school, you know, all the, the, the bare necessities. Um, I didn't realize, you know, until I became a coach how um, my relationships had suffered with a lot of people and that my children were suffering. I thought that going to work every day and providing for them um, and being a solid person in their life was enough, and it, they're not hurt because of that, but there's so much more out there, and there's so many things that I think society makes everybody feel that, you know, you know, your kids come last. I, I think that if you're, there are any parents out there, you can all relate that there's times you sent your children to a grandparent's house, to a friend's house. You left them home alone. You send them to school with, you know, Motrin, hoping that it lasts eight hours because it's easier to get calls from the school nurse than to call in sick to work. There's times that you don't um, go on field trips or go to, uh, you know, um, recognition programs for your children because you're out of time at work. And um, I'll never forget about, you know, by six months into my being a coach, um, I found out on Facebook that there was something going on for my middle daughter. And I was like, why didn't you tell me? And she said, because you never can go. And I, and she said, you know, I told dad. And right then that broke my heart. I wasn't mad at her. I didn't play the victim. Um, I wasn't angry at her, but I knew that this, she'd gotten tired of me always telling her, I'm sorry, I can't. And I, shortly after that, I remember coming home and they, my girls didn't greet me at the door. I would walk in after I got off of work, picking up my son from daycare. They would ride the bus home to an empty house and they would do chores and they would get dinner ready and they would get my older daughter would help my my middle child get her homework done because I wasn't here. And then I would, they would greet me at the door. They would open up the door as soon as I'd pull into the garage and they would just be like barraging me with stuff, stuff that they were excited about and stuff that they had done all day and stuff that I should have been excited to hear about. But I was just like, I remember sitting there, just please let me sit down. I'm so tired. Just leave me alone. And then I said that so many times that about nine months into me being a coach, I realized that they stopped coming to the door and that, you know, after that, my husband had bought something for our anniversary, and they all were, you know, taking bets basically about if I, how, if I was going to flip out and if I was going to be happier, if I was even going to notice. And these are things that I think so many parents go through every day because they're just so tired. You're so tired when you get home from work because you bust your ass for your family, and that's what you think you're supposed to do. And that is what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to provide for our family, but you're missing out on some of the best parts of your life. And I was so scared to leave um, my work because that was my security. That was the one thing that I knew that I could do for my children is provide a roof over my head because I grew up poor. I grew up um, having eating meals at my grandparents' house and having my grandparents buy clothes because we couldn't afford it. I grew up being made fun of for being poor. So to me, that was important because I didn't have parents who treated me with love or kindness. 
And then as I moved on, you know, throughout my coaching, and I became part of this family, and I started to understand how to build relationships. Part of it is um, big aha moments when I went to Danny Johnson, and that's where I met Jason. Uh, I don't think I ever told him this, but um, I knew he was coming to Dallas. He said he kept telling everybody in the Diesel Nation team page about how great Danny Johnson was. I bought the book. It sat on my shelf, and then he said he was going. So I booked a trip to go to Danny Johnson in Dallas, which is four hours away, because I wanted to meet him. I, I don't even know what I expected out of him, but I just knew that he had been the catalyst for changing the direction of, um, you know, Diesel Nation, and I wanted to meet him because he believed in me, and thank God that he was the person that he portrayed himself to be because he really took me under his wing. There were several other elite coaches who were so kind to me, and I'll never forget them, and I always honor them and recognize them for everything they did, and I really tried to edify everything with Beachbody the way they treated me, and once I became an elite coach, I didn't forget where I came from, but I met with him, and you know, Danny Johnson, my full purpose there was to be able to get in front of him and talk to him. Um, like I said, don't know what I expected, but when I went there, I learned so much about relationships, and that's where I'd been when I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to um, put this on my goals for 2014, on my two-year anniversary in February of 2014. I'm going to walk away from my job, and believe me, there was times where I didn't think that I could do it. I didn't think that I was adequate to do it. I didn't think that I was going to do it just like right now at the end of this year. I'm doubting myself about getting to elite, even though I have met all the qualifications. Just, everybody goes through this, but I started realizing how important my kids were, and then we started dreaming together. We started visualizing this, you know, so I started telling them why I was going to be gone to trips to Dallas for trainings and Super Saturdays, and I'm going to be up late on the phones on calls, and why I'm going to do this and that. And then, you know, I told them when I came back from Danny Johnson at the end of January, listen, I'm going to work really hard. This is what my plan is. I want to take my children to Disney World. I want to take the kids to do this. So we worked together. I made this a family thing, you know, and I did. I worked hard. I got to take my kids to Disney World, and I begged my parents to take me to my whole childhood, and they always said we can't afford it. They never tried to come up with a plan. They never explained it. So, you know, at 31 years old, I got to fulfill this childhood dream. Disney World really wasn't that great at 31 as it probably would have been as a kid, but I got to take my kids and do this, and I got to connect more with more elite coaches, and I got to see this family feel when my husband went, and he connected with my coach and, you know, her family, and we felt finally like we were part of something because we don't have family, and um, it was just amazing. He sat through, you know, some of the, the you know, seminars of the people who, um, I can't remember who spoke there. He met Jason because um, he knew how important Jason had, you know, been um, to me changing. And so then, you know, I kept telling my girls, okay, this is what it's like. These are the people that are a big part of our life. My daughter would watch Becky's YouTube videos over and over and over and over again. They met Richard Neal. They watched his YouTube videos over and over and over and over again as they sat home alone that summer of 2013 while I worked. But they knew what I was working for. And, I, you know, they hated riding the bus. They hated coming home um, to an empty house. They hated, you know, we'd go on a vacation, you know, Friday night, leave after work at 5 o'clock, come home Sunday, and it was back to the same thing. And we started telling them the things that we could do. And I remember them coming home day after day, and they, they were dreaming it, too. They are like, Mom, if we don't have to ride the bus, we could do this, and we could do this. And it became a family dream. It became worth it to them that they I was working hard for something for us. This was not me going in, shutting the door, saying, leave mom alone again when after I came home from saying, leave me alone. They actually helped me sell three Shakeology home directs because of this. And they, they were so proud of me. And, you know, it, it became reality. And so the days that I really didn't think I could do this, um, 
they were the ones who pushed me on because they believed in me because kids believe in you more than sometimes you believe in yourself. And they were my why. They were, they were what I was doing this for. And it was just so incredible that, you know, we all worked together. You know, there was no fighting with my husband. There was no fighting with him. They did it. And then, you know, November 1st will be a year from when I walked away from my job. And I was scared. And I, I really probably could have quit my job sooner because of where I was at income-wise and because of what all my best friends were telling me. Because, I mean, my best friends knew how important this were, and they are. They still know how important it is. Like I said, you know, she, one of my best friends didn't even think twice when I said I have to rearrange things. Um, but they, everybody, you know, pushed me to this. But then when my coach Becky quit in August is whenever I said, okay, because I was kind of waiting for her 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 to pull the trigger because when I came on, she was like, I'm going to quit by December of, you know, 2012. Well, she didn't because me and her are cut from the same cloth. We're super, super like big on security and mapping it all out and we overthink things. But when she pulled the trigger, I was like, all right, it's on. So six weeks later, I turn in my resignation and to tell you how careful of a planner person that I am, I put it in eight week notice just like she did. But, you know, there's something here is that, Kind of like what, you know, Jason said about me leading and the things that I do. My team does it. The same thing with Becky is that the type of person you are, you show up. This is one thing that Hillary Kelly told me in person. I was like, when I show up, she's like, maybe my people show up. And so the same thing. It's like I've, I've looked to my coach and Christina, her sister, for direction, and I've watched people in my team look to me. So, you know, I hear people all the time talking about how, oh, I don't have a team that works. But, you know, when I talk to these people who reach out to me, I think, how did you do this so fast? And, you know, you inspire me. But then I ask them, they're not doing things that they're expecting their people to do. I've done this every day. I've worked myself to the bone. I've gotten six hours of sleep. I've, you know, you know, I came back from um, uh, leadership this year in Arizona, and I hit the road. You know, a couple days later, and spoke in San Antonio, then came back that next that that night, the next night, and you know, hosted a Super Sunday in Houston. I've done things that most people wouldn't do. I worked my ass to the ground to get here, but I love it. This is what my passion is. And sometimes, if people aren't willing to put in the skin in the game, they'll never get to feel this passion or see the benefits that this lifestyle can bring. But I walked away from my job, and this last year um, has been not scary like I thought it would be. It's, it was I can't even tell you how freeing it was. It was a little bit crazy. You know, I walked away November 1st was my last day on the job, and I walked away, and um, it, it felt like a vacation. Then it was like crunch time because it, we're right where we are now, and it was like, you know, big goals, getting to elite. And, um uh, I was working hard and trying to manage, you know, these new roles, and I, I crashed after after Christmas because I had worked so hard for, you know, 21 prior to that. Prior to that. But um, this year, 2014, has been eye-opening. Um, I looked at my um, um in March after my husband and I, we'd had a lot of problems. Um, which were completely outside of Beachbody was just some issues with him um, where we were kind of on the brink of divorce while we were. And, you know, so I don't ever tell anybody that just because Beachbody changed our life that you have a perfect life. We're a normal couple. We have normal problems. But we were able to go on a road trip together and take our son Rebel to 11 states in 12 days. And it was the best time we ever had because we didn't have to be anywhere. We got to really connect um, we were on the road. We got to take our son and do things that you know we would have never been able to do, ever. Um, he was able to go back home to where he was raised, which was very um, exhilarating for him. We got to stop by Beachbody headquarters, see Arnold and Kobe, and 
he's Sean and um, Nate and everybody at the, at the Utah offices. And um, we really connected. And I remember sitting there. It was a huge month. It was right after um, 21 Day Fix came out. And I talked to one of my coaches who told me, she's like, I want to I be full-time. And this was one person who had gotten, you know, very frustrated at her job. And in, shortly after I quit my job, she called me out of the clear blue and was like, I'm never going to quit my job. And it was just out of nowhere. She was just frustrated. She wanted what I had, but she didn't think she should do it do it and so she was basically calling me to tell me she couldn't do it so you know I didn't expect that from anybody then you know three and a half months later she called me and she was like I want to do this and I did you know I didn't tell her that she should do it I said you know I want you to think about it this is not you know don't think that this is me sitting in my pajamas eating bonbons I've had to work hard just as hard I just get to pick the hours that I work and um, she asked me you know what's what income have you made and I tell you that because I'm not really that great at tracking certain things like I should be. I wish I was more like Jason in that aspect. But um, I realized at that point, three, like a little over three months into 2014, I had made already what I had made the year before working full-time at a job I hated with people that hated me and hated their jobs and were miserable that just that made me tired and made me a very unhappy person for my children to see after a long day at school. And um at that point, I was like, well, I don't even know what I was scared for. But this summer, I think, is what changed everything, and that's what I shared with my biggest success is that I finally got to be a mom. There were some major things that were going on with my kids that I probably would have never noticed if I wasn't home. I probably wouldn't have noticed if I didn't spend time with them. I probably wouldn't have noticed if I was stressed out because of my job. And I probably wouldn't have noticed if I was so wrapped up in the misery of every day that I see so many people on Facebook talking about how miserable they are and these little things that, that just weigh them down over time. It just breaks them to pieces. And I'm so thankful for that because as sad as it sounds, I'm not, I'm not too proud to admit it, that my daughter just turned 15 September and for the first time I feel like a mom. I don't feel just like somebody who's taking care of these people that, you know, I birthed. I feel like a mom. I feel in tune with my kids. I feel close to them, and I feel like we have this relationship, and I feel like I'm able to equip them with the things that they need that I didn't get as a kid so that, number one, they will be able to be good people later on. And for me, I think my parents are the biggest losers ever, and I hate to say that because I try to believe in everybody, but they were just horrible, ugly people, and they were weak. And they never built me up, and they were abusive. And that's a really hard thing to talk about, even still at this age, is that people gave up on me my whole entire life. And they, um, they're, they're just weak. And I, I, that sucks as a person to not be proud of the people that raised you. And so my children are proud of me. When they talk about me, they talk about that, you know, my daughter says, well, you're a celebrity on Facebook. And I mean, and I don't mean that to do my own horn, but she's, I'm, she's proud of me. She talks about, you know, her teachers talk about me. I've schooled her because they see me on Facebook. They know what I'm doing. They've seen people um, reach out to me and they know how many people I've helped. And they know that I do good no matter what, you know, mistakes I made in the past. And, I've learned to love them the way they deserve. I've been able to teach them with, you know, skills that, and, and life lessons and be able to tell them that people are being mean to them at school. I tell them, like, what Danny Johnson taught me. It's not, not you. It's them. And be kind to them and understand that they have their own struggles. So I'm teaching them. They, was 30 years old when I learned. So not that they're not going to make mistakes or not that they're not going to, you know, screw up or 
get down on themselves or have bad days or, you know, maybe suffer from depression or anxiety or things, but they're, but they're going to be equipped with right things and we're going to have the relationship that they'll know I love them no matter what. And so to me, that's big. And I want them to remember that it's Peach Buddy that did this and that even though we don't have families, we don't have grandparents to give them the things that other people have. We have a huge family. We have people across the nation who've never met them who um, are, I love them. We got a new puppy for Rebel the other day, and she was, was spayed, and she was in a lot of pain. And every day people are asking about her for our kids' sake. You know, those are the things that matter. They're not going to be alone. And so I, I feel that it's made me a better person, and I see so many people who – beat themselves up over the mistakes they made, and I know that I wasn't a good parent, and I think my kids might know that I'm not a good parent, but they'll remember this time in 2014 where my mom made a crossover, that mom made the changes, and that they got a mom back to be somebody somebody like me who's 33 years old thinking, like, God, why won't my parents just love me and say sorry and do everything they can, and why won't they be proud of me? All they'll remember him here on out, and no rank, no... Um, elite star hanging on my wall, no success club point, uh, you know, number, no commission amount number can ever put a price on this. But it's because of Beachbody, and people don't realize um, if you go all in, if you listen to what corporate says and follow instructions, simple as, you know, what Jason told Becky is basically what corporate said, but just came from the lips of an actual human being, nothing in the back office. Well, of course, I think when we all became coaches, when we were coaches in 2010, 11, 12, there wasn't as much resources as there is now. But if you follow directions, then you just trust the system and you trust the people that, you know, that you're turning to and you have faith in it and, and believe in yourself you can do major things. So in a nutshell, um, I just urge everybody to not try to reinvent the wheel and that if you're going to ask somebody for help, listen to what they say because I, I get messages and get people from all across the nation from other teams reach out to me and they have the same concern of, you know, I can't reach success club. I can't get my team to work. I can't do this. And when I ask them what they're doing, they're not doing anything that – all of us coaches are encouraged to do, and they're not tapping into the resources that all of us coaches have available to us. You know, there's coaches who don't get on team calls, who don't get on the national wake-up call, who don't go to Super Saturday, who don't check the back office, who don't watch YouTube videos. And there's all these things there that we're all just as equipped. It's just that you have to, you know, be obedient and follow directions. But it can be absolutely life-changing, and never in my wildest dreams did I realize that I could be home with my kids, spending time with them, and, you know, like tomorrow I get to go with my son to his um, little, um, it's a no arc thing because it's a Christian school, but or Baptist school that they, he goes to for not doing Halloween, but they get to do this little thing, and I get to go with him, and so next week I Next week, I get to go on a field trip. Things that I missed out with all of my girls, and these are the things that he keeps talking about a field trip that I took him on, you know, in May, and he tells me how much he loves it. And those are the things that I'm sad I didn't get to go with my girls on, but I'm glad that I don't have to miss out on it on a third child. So um, I guess that's kind of all I have to say, but just, you know, trust in Beachbody and give it 100%, and you'll get it back. Wow. Wow. Jason, you out there? Yeah, I mean, um, I can't take credit for for anything that her, Christina, or Becky, or, you know, even you, Jeff. But it's like, I'm so, so proud of, like, 
know, people changing their lives and me having some small little impact or influence to do it. I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity um, of what we have here. And, yeah, you can make a nice income. You can quit your job. I mean, little did we know we were celebrating one year of uh, self-employment with Mindy tonight. Um, So congratulations on that. But, uh, you know, what good are we creating in a ripple effect? You know, not only is that, you know, affecting me, I don't have to work, you know, for somebody else every day. Mindy doesn't have to work for somebody else, you know, but now it's changing your kids' lives, you know, and they're going to have a more impactful, better life and be more friendly and open and proud of their mom, you know, which is something that, you know, Mindy can't say um, from her own life experience, you know, and as sad as that is, you know, I've seen time and time again when people that aren't spoiled as children grow up to be strong, independent adults, forceful adults, you know, and it sounds like, you know, Mindy had to struggle through some bad times to get there, but with this, with this opportunity, she's really taken off, and her strength shows through, and, you know, in everything she does. So, again, it's like, you know, I can't take any credit for anything you guys do, but um, I'm just so humbled and proud just to listen to this, and, like, you know, it reminds me of, you know, the speech I, I did at um their Diamond Retreat there in Miami, and, you know, I was talking to Amy beforehand about it, and it was so dry, you know, it's like, it's all numbers, you know, Mindy says she's better at numbers and measurements and, you know, keeping track of stuff like that, and and I know that's what I'm known for, I know that's what I'm good at, I'm, I'm good at teaching that, I can help you make good income, but, like, it was an hour and a half of that, and I'm like, nobody wants to listen to this unless I come from, like, you know, my why, and so I put some pictures up, up there about my previous marriage and about my son that I don't get to see very much, and then that opened people's hearts enough to listen to everything else, and, you know, I really wanted to get some great tactics and stuff from Mindy tonight, but really it's her life story and what she's doing on a daily basis that convinces other people to open their hearts and, and commit to these and, you know, to buy a to buy a fitness program that could make them feel a little better or to get on a healthy product like Shakeology every day and, you know, just feel better all around. And then that ripple effect, you know, down the line can make them have a better life and be more healthy and have more energy and then become a coach and then help more people and help their kids too. So I'm just tremendously grateful to be a part of this. And, you know, thank you so much for having me on the call. I'd love to hear your um, response to that, Jeff. I got a, I got a page of notes, so I can ask her a ton of questions. But um, I'd love to hear what you took from that, and you know, see if we want to have time for other people to ask questions. Yeah. So, so first off, incredible story. That's it's one of the things that I love most about um, Beachbody is that you know everybody knows the fitness programs, everybody knows Shakeology, everybody knows um, you know what we represent in the form of health and fitness. But what people get. Um, you'll get to be part of the coaching network and get to be part just of the community. What they don't really get advertised when they, when they, when they take a chance on this thing called Beachbody is that they don't, they don't, you really can't um, understand the relationships you build and the, the real people and the stories like Mindy just shared. That's the best part for me over the last five years. You know, a lot of people um, know my story and, and how I got started and why I got started. But, Mindy, I had no idea that you had went through that, you know, growing up and and how, you know, the, the Speechbody family kind of became an extension of your own family, that the, the family life you didn't have growing up for when it comes to being able to, to, to spend time with people like Christine and Becky who are amazing 
and you know we we all think the world of Jason, but it's that kind of of relationship and those types of things that you don't see advertised when you're you're you know you guys are being talked to by the person who signed you up as a coach. Those are the things that you don't get to see, and that's the amazing part of what this community represents at Beachbody. They say that you're the the sum average of the three, four, or five people you spend the most time with. Now let that sink in for a minute. You are the sum average of the the people you spend the most time with. And that was so true for me before I found Beachbody. You know, I was um, spending a lot of time, and I still do it now, but, you know, I was spending a lot of time watching sports um, with people who were who hated their job and we drank a lot and ate a lot, and I became the sum average of that person. I, I, I had ballooned up to 250 pounds. And here we are, you know, several years later. I'm one of those veterans that's been around um, almost as long as Jason, not quite as long, but here I am several years later, and the sum average of the people I get to spend the most time with is people like Mindy and Jen, you know, and, you know, my own Team Sparty team and our extended teams like Extreme Team and everybody. Those are the people that I spend the most time with, and I'm the sum average of those people, and they're wonderful people. So that's just something that you don't get. And I am enriched every single day from people like Mindy and her story and the customers I get to meet and, and just talking to, to coaches. I get, I'm getting to reconnect with one of my very first coaches night after the night after the call. Andre, if you're out there, there's a shout-out. We're going to get to reconnect tonight and talk just because I, I decided to reach out to a lot of my coaches who I hadn't heard from in a while and things, you know, just wasn't where I wanted it to be for my coaches. I'm reconnecting with one after the call tonight. And that's just that's what's cool about this business is that you get to talk with and meet so many cool people, and, and Mindy's story is incredible. So, Mindy, my question for you is, and I ask this um, uh, amongst most of our guest speakers, um, obviously I want people to hear the amazing story, but I also like people to go away to call with, you know, um, what did Mindy do? What is, what is, you know, what does Mindy's day look like? I'm not asking you to go into everything, but if you were to, you know, really quick shout out, um, what's on Mindy's daily to-do list? What does her power hour look like? Give me some items that you think, you know, would benefit, uh, the new, the new coaches that are on the call. Cause every single week we have, New coaches plugging in, just like I'm sure you guys do on your on your TSD calls. But what what would be on your power hour, and what suggestions would you have for a new coach out there? You know, for me, this is something that is a huge struggle because I have ADD, and so I'm kind of all over the place. But I do more than a power hour. I always have. I'm trying to juggle a lot of things. But the the biggest thing for me is you know checking into my challenge groups, checking into my team page, and doing something that isn't going to uplift them, something that's going to bring value. My whole purpose in life is to basically help people believe in themselves and to be a better person and a smarter person or a more you know, confident person tomorrow than they were today. So I always listen to what my challenger struggles are, listen to what my team um, you know, members' struggles are, and I try to come in and plug something into them. So like all of my team calls, are based on things that they're struggling with. If people are having problems with inviting or running challenge groups or having people are having problems running challenge groups. So I got Melanie Mitro to be a guest speaker on my call, on my last team call, because she's great at running challenge groups. Because sometimes people get tired of hearing my voice and my words, and it's just like a parent. It's different hearing coming from somebody else. So I try to listen to them. That is the biggest thing. And then just always embracing the three vital behaviors, especially personal development, and I've told everybody the same thing, like for myself, it's hard to read, so I watch videos, 
if, if you can't do that, I listened to the National Wake Up Call. These are all forms of personal development. But personal development is what helped me become open-minded to be able to make these changes. Wow, amazing. Jason, go ahead before we open up the room. Right, and I just I wanted to add to that, um, and I, and I kind of said this earlier. Um, yeah, I wanted to get Mindy on the call, and she said I did A, B, and C, and I went elite, you know, like, this is what I do daily. But I think from hearing her speak, you know, and listening to what she says her mission is, it's really just to help empower other people, you know, so she can talk about running challenge groups and, you know, listening to the wake-up calls and, and all the stuff that we need to know, we all know that we should be doing. But it's like how open she is and how she's communicative and, and supporting other people. And like I say, there is not a half a day that goes by that you don't, you know, see one of her posts pop up from her two or three different pages. And, and that's what it takes, being open, being out there, being consistent with it. You know, anytime that you go through um, a couple month period, like she's saying in November, December, then you've got to take some time off in January because you work so hard. I mean, that that that's hard and it hurts, but it's also like it's like that soreness after a hard workout. You're like, yeah, I'm sorry now, but that's because I got great big muscles developing because I just work so hard. And you know, that's what happened with her in terms of her business. Um, so, you know, as much as we'd like to say do step A, B, and C, it's really just being out there, being open, um, supporting people the way that you want to be supported or maybe the way that you weren't supported as a child. And, um, you know, all the success comes through. So I think if she's got a secret from what I've heard, the secret is, you know, be out there, share your story, and support other people the way that, you know, you want to be loved. Um, is there any truth to that, Mindy? Yeah, and, and, that, and that's the thing is that, like, I always tell people is, like, you can't copy what – I do or what you do or Jeff does or Becky or Christina or Daniel Katz or anybody, you have to find your own core purpose. You follow people who are successful. You get around people who are successful, and then you formulate yourself. You do the same things the rest of us are doing, the three vital behaviors, and then you find your core purpose. My core purpose is to make sure that nobody ever feels alone and that nobody ever feels given up on. You know, it doesn't mean I'm going to take a beating from everybody who is struggling through mental things. It doesn't mean that I'm going to push, pull, or drag people who aren't ready. But I'm never going to give up on them, and I'm going to try to give. If you go to any of my posts, every day I try to create value. I try to create value in not just how to eat clean or how to do power lifts or, you know, anything like that, but it's how to get through life dealing with, you know, crappy family or problems with kids, and I share everything about my life. Now, this is where I think that a lot of people get confused. They think that they have to share everything in their life. If you're not comfortable with that, that's fine. But for me, I've shared every share of my life. And so people really get to know me, really get to know my family, and learn something from me, and they think about it when they're dealing with the same situation. And the biggest thing is, you know, paying it forward because of your kindness, because of um, all these other elite coaches, Moses Gallister, Daniel Katz, uh, Caroline Van Zandt, um, Allie Upham, the people who have become my friends who I never thought I could ever amount to, they're my peers, and I've realized that they're normal, and they have crap just like me and you, and they treated me with kindness, and they took an interest in me, and I never bled them dry for information or pumped them. They were just my friend, and so I make sure that no matter where I sit at the company, you know, or if I'm a lead or not, I'm always going to treat people with the same kindness as I receive. So, you know, for me, that's my core purpose. Other people's purpose is because they want to get everybody fit and they want to, you know, 
make people millionaires, whatever it is, you have to figure out what you want to do and just go with it. And if that's what is your passion, then everything and your every fiber of your body has to be to meet that core purpose. Yeah, well said. Um, make sure I'm off mute here. <laughs> My phone's blacked out. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, well said. And, you know, one of the things I've seen, you know, kind of for, as a veteran in the business is that um, we get caught up with the ranks and, you know, the awards and the achievements. And you wake up somewhere, you know, four or five years down the road, and you're like, this just isn't as much fun as it used to be. Um, and the trick is, is like, you've got to get back into that hands-on action. Um, I, I was, you know, a skeptic of challenge groups up front, but really these were designed off how we were helping people on the message boards, you know, six, seven years ago. And, you know, just recently after leadership, you know, I really got back into it, especially with P90, because that's, you know, kind of like my beginning, uh, soulmate workout um i just you know started a challenge group and it's like really there was two of us the first month in it i mean you know three or four people signed up but only two of us were posted and you know that guy's down 20 pounds in the, in the last month um and then sure enough a couple other people came on so now i'm really proud that you know i've got five guys in the group over the age of 40 that are all down you know 20 plus pounds in the last couple of months and those connections you know just being in there doing the day-to-day with those people are the fun part, the rewarding part of the business that makes all the ranks and awards and money pay off. And when you're having fun with it, when you're helping other people just with that basic, um, you know, daily check-in and answering all their posts, make sure there's a question that's not unanswered. And I think really that, you know, that's what Mindy's saying is just loving them up. Um, that's, that's where the satisfaction comes from. And if you're satisfied doing it, then the money will come. So, you know, as analytical as I can be about how to make money the best way, um, just supporting your people in, in what we teach in the Coach Basics. You know, run the challenge group, run the Coach Basics group, and don't pawn that responsibility off to somebody else. Don't, don't delegate that, which is our most valuable um, action in this business, which is supporting people one-on-one, listening to their stories, and just giving whatever input that you can have back to them. I always tell people it takes more of um, big ears and big muscles to be successful in this business. You just got to be a good listener. And it sounds like that's what you're doing awesome. I know that's what's most rewarding for me. I know um, I talked to Jeff, you know, last week about his favorite call of the week is, you know, as much as it's cool to talk to the leaders and give out more information from successful people like yourself, Mindy, um, it's that coach opportunity call because it's new people that are just interested in what um, we've got going on and want to learn more about it and, you know, want to lose a few pounds or, you know, want to change their life in terms of business. So when we connect, can connect with people one-on-one and uh, more and more people as we do it, you know, that's that's what we really get rewarded for um, both mentally and uh, financially. Um, well, I'm just – before we open up, um, I got a page of notes here, um, and I'm not sure that's all the best questions. You know, we'll, ask, we'll let our people ask some questions first before I get into that. But I just want to say, like, how how awesome it was that you could take Rebel on a trip. And, uh, you know, when I saw you speak um, at the lunch opportunity that we're talking about for the Diamond meeting, like, I saw in your husband's eyes, like, he's like, cheer up, just, like, how proud he was of you. And, and you know, it's weird to hear that you guys have struggled. 
but having more time to be in that relationship, I guess, wholeheartedly has really worked out. And I, I can't really imagine you being with somebody else because you're such a strong woman. You need such a strong man. He's, and Ryan's really a great guy. Um, and just the way that you're talking about being open and respectful to like other leaders that you emulate and you know, want to hang out with. And I think that's true for anybody. It's like, you know, my relationship with Sagi or hanging out with Tony, that's just about being kind of the cool, fun guy that's interested, but not pesky. And I think, you know, my relationship with you, you've done that really well. You mentioned Caroline and Melissa and, you know, all these other people. And, and I think just that attitude will pay off very well for anybody on this call. I think you've chosen some great leaders when you say you watched Richard Neal's videos and took some advice mm -hmm. from Hillary Kelly. But, you know, overall, it sounds like you were working really hard before just to make ends meet. And now with, you know, probably even working less hours or at least less effort because you're more passionate about it. You've achieved this new level of freedom. And, I mean, if you can make more in the first three months of this year than you did all last year in a job you don't really like and care for, yeah. so that's, that's the awesome thing that we're really trying to pay for here. So, again, I'm just so proud of you. All the stuff you said is great information. I think if we just have open hearts to the other people that want our help and, you know, put that forward on social media is like, we'll all grow successful businesses um, like like you've accomplished. So that that's pretty much all I have, Jeff. Um, I'm so grateful to have her on the cost. Gosh, she's Thank you for having me. Um, but, yeah, if we have any Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to open up line. Yeah, I'm going to open up the lines here. The My computer is acting a little goofy. Hold on one second here. Uh, okay, guys, you guys know the rules. Um, please hit star six to mute your own lines, or if you got your droids and iPhones out, go ahead and hit the little mute button just so we can reduce the volume. But please leave yourself unmuted if you have a question. I've already, I already know that a couple people are going to make comments here. So we are going to unmute the lines. Here we go. All right, gang, we've got a few minutes here before we wrap up at the bottom of the hour. Are there any questions or comments for Mindy before we close out? Um, hi, this is Isis Jade, known as Sobia. Um, I just wanted to thank Mindy A for everything she does. I follow her, and she's a part of a, the wonderful team of Diesel Nation. And um, I'm trembling right now because she hit a nerve when she mentioned specifically how she did a crossover um, in her mind. She felt she wasn't a good mother, a good parent. I know as a mother we all go through that um, moment of weakness where we feel we're not doing enough and we're not there for our children enough. And unfortunately, um, I won't go into my long, drawn-out story, but I actually just shared my why with my team last night, and it actually had to do with this. I went through a divorce. My mother passed, and um, I had to leave my daughter behind in Miami, and she lives with her father, who luckily for me adores her and they get along. We are still in communication, and I see her a few times a year, and that's great, but of course I do not have my child with me every day, and that is extremely difficult for me. Um, especially now seeing the pumpkin patch pictures and the pumpkin carving pictures and it's the holidays. And um, as you can imagine how hard it is not having your child um, when you go to sleep to tuck them in. And, um, I mean, she's turning 14 in a few days, so it's not like she's a baby, but she's my baby. Um, and I struggle every day with that decision, did I do the right thing? Um, and for reasons that I won't go into now, and maybe one day I will share it with everyone <laughs> if they're interested in hearing it, feel free to message me. But um, because I myself come from uh, an abusive household, and you know she was talking about that as well, um, I did not want to pass that down, and I, and I felt that I needed to get away 
from her seeing what I saw when I was growing up. And so I left her in a more stable environment, and I went on to do my thing. And so part of my why, of course, is to get back to where I have the freedom to visit her more, where I can just, you know, pay for a flight if I want to have her come up to visit me, where I can just, you know, pick up and go and go see her. Of course, I'm confined to um, – I luckily, I have a job where I am uh, have some flexibility, but, of course, I can't pick up for two weeks if I want to spend spring break with her or a whole summer if I want to spend, you know, summer with her. So long story short, I want to see my baby more. I want to have her here. I want, you know, I'm selfish. I want to have more memories with her. So I want her to understand that this is all for her. And as Mindy said, you know, when she talked about that crossover, I want to have that opportunity to do that, you know, to have that crossover where, you know, at some point hopefully she will. I mean, I know I'm not asking for forgiveness because I don't feel I did anything wrong, but at the same time I do somewhat hope that I did the right thing and I Sometimes I always struggle with regret and did I screw this up and will she, you know, resent me? And, you know, we go through all that as parents. Anywho, um, so that really hit a nerve, and I do thank her for sharing her story, and it was just really close to home. And I do hope that my daughter understands that it's all for her and that I have that chance to break free from the confines of corporate America and get to be, have that freedom of, you know, A, to be financially free to be able to pay for her college education and to fly her back and forth and, of course, to be able to spend more time with her. So thank you, Mindy, for that. That really touched home. Thank you for sharing, Isis. Great feedback. Any other questions for Mindy? Oh, go ahead, Jason. Well, while we're waiting for the next question, I mean, I think that was more of um, an appreciation than a particular question, but, um, you know, I think the fact that Mindy puts herself out there and tells where she's been, um, you know, resonates with other people. And, you know, I think the the wrong thing to do is stay in a situation where you're showing your kids, you know, the wrong way to live and the wrong way to grow up, and, and then you're perpetuating the actions and, and the activities that you don't want to see. So, I mean... You know, it takes a strong person to see that there's uh, pain and and it's not the way life's supposed to be. So to, you know, take the bull by the horns and and do something different, you know, it takes a really strong choice. And I think if nothing else, you know, you say something about if your kids are resenting you. You know, your kids are going to resent you a little bit no matter what you do. You'd be the best parent in the world. But, um, you know, I think the best role model is to go out there and, and live a life. So, you know, live a good life. So I think... Um, a lot of strength in doing that, and I'm glad that, uh, you know, Mindy was able to help reassure you in that decision and uh, give you more confidence to follow that path. That's awesome. Powerful. Okay, gang, we got a couple more seconds here. Is there any more questions before we wrap things up? I got a question, Mindy. Um, in your journey at all, did you ever feel like in the beginning or ever at all like quitting, like it was too much, wasn't worth it? It's a question that doesn't usually get asked, but I was kind of curious. Like new people seem to struggle a lot um, at the beginning until they feel comfortable with the business and so on. So I was kind of wondering now making it to where, you know, you have that life you want, did you ever have that like in the beginning at all? 
I wouldn't say that I ever thought I was going to quit. There was just times where I was really tired where I just said, I don't think that I'm cut out for this. And I wanted to give up. But I had delved so deep into the team that I remember in July and August of 2012, we did a, oh, an eight-week cup challenge. So if you were part of this company and you remember that, you probably remember what hell it was. I was a new coach. My husband had just had um, a major reconstructive surgery on his shoulder and bicep and arm, and I had a, you know, a two-year-old and two older daughters and I was pulling my hair out and I just completely shut down and Becky, uh, my coach's best friend, Elaine, who had never met, told Becky, I think there's something wrong with Mindy, could you please check on her? And honestly, I was such a tired at that point because I was, I, I was diamond and I was, you know, just hit, hitting the ground running and I, I, I might have quit. I, I don't know, but I, I was, that was the one time I remember thinking, God, I can't do this. I'm so exhausted. And it was just doctors in the home as well as coaching, but coaching was just one extra thing. And I didn't really need the money per se at the moment, but then the fact that somebody who I didn't even know and never met knew something was wrong with me meant the world to me. And I'll, I'll never forget that. And the fact that my coach, you know, he took time to sit on the phone with me. And so that's the thing that sometimes when people have those, um, those weak moments and those sense of being overwhelmed and frustrated and, you know, at their wit's end and exhausted, if you haven't reached out to your team, if you haven't allowed your coach to um, build a relationship with you, or maybe you don't have a relationship with your coach, but you haven't built a relationship with other people in the team, then unfortunately you probably would quit. So that's why I encourage everybody is to dig into this because like I tell everybody now, I love Shakeology. I love the programs. I hate to work out. So, I mean, I built a business even hating working out, but I will never leave because of the camaraderie and the and the the family feel. Because if anybody's done the color code test, I'm a blue personality. I am motivated by appreciation and love and intimacy. That's why my only goal, really, as a coach, really, is to hit elite every year. And I figure if I hit elite every year, then the rank will come and the the, the money will come. But because I love that tight-knit feeling that we have as elite coaches and as, as I have with Diesel Nation. And so that's why I encourage everybody is to build these relationships because that is what gets you through the hard times because there has been times and there's times where I think that I can't do this, you know, you know, I can't, it's just hard to keep up with stuff like this. Like I said, this time of year is very stressful. I'm trying to hit goals and trying to help people hit goals and getting frustrated with people who aren't working with you to hit their own goals they say they want. But um, I don't ever plan on leaving this company ever at this point because I am so invested with my heart and my soul um, in this company and with the people who are here who I know that Jason and Jeff and Becky and Christine are going to be right alongside me 10 years from now. So to answer your question, there was a brief time, but the reason why I didn't quit and I don't ever stay in those low points of mental, emotional, you know, stress is because of the, the relationships I've built. So I hope that kind of answers your question. Yeah, that, that kind of, is there any advice you would give to like a new person that might be really struggling that, um, you know, just frustrated with life in general and it just adds that much, it sounds like, like you said, it added more stress to you. You know, if it wasn't for that relationship, um, you think that's pretty much it? I mean, is there anything else that you would recommend to somebody to do, I guess? Well, you have to look at, like, I would look at it as what is causing you stress. Is it really Beachbody? Is Beachbody, if you look at it, it adds to your life quality. It adds um, things that would normally stress you out, weight gain, um, negativity, uh, health issues. So Beachbody 
you know, contribute good things to your life. You have to look at what's cutting, what was adding the stress. For me at the time, it was the fact that I had a toddler and two girls um, doing, you know, having homework and stuff, and I had a husband who had had major surgery. You have to look at these things. Are these things permanent? No. He got better. <laughs> you know, he didn't, he has a fully operating arm and is able to work and stuff like that. My son, who was, you know, two years old and doing fits and, you know, was in my way trying to work, when I was trying to work at the, at the on my laptop or working out, he is four, almost five years old now, and he's helping me make shakes, and he's working out with me. So all these things that are causing you stress are these things that are going to be, if you quit Beachbody, are those things still going to be a factor? You know, like somebody said, said the other day, they saw a picture, and they sent to me a private message. They said it reminded me of them. It reminded them of me. And they said basically that, you know, when you think you're having a bad day, look at your rate that you've had success of of overcoming bad days, it's been 100% up until now. So a lot of people think that things are the end of the world, and they're ready to throw in the towel whatever they they think is the culprit. And Beachbody is not what's causing you stress. It's other things that may go away or that you may have the control over of getting rid of. I hope that, I hope that answered your question. <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. It was a great call, too, by the way. really uh, touched on Thank my you. why a lot, so I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe to summarize what she said from a more analytical mind perspective, it's like you are Beachbody to your coaches and your clients. So um, if you can, you know, just reach out to them more and listen more and, and be the one supportive thing in their, their life that seems like it's all trouble and, and havoc, then they're going to feel great about Beachbody. And I think that's what Mindy's done so well is that she's received that kind of support from her upline and her team and the people that are there for her so that she provides that really well. And so, like, if you provide that safe place for your people and they feel good and comfortable and supported when they're talking to you, they're not going to give up on that. And then, you know, long-term business success was going to come. Um, Like, you know, she turned on, she went from diamond to, you know, five-star to get the elite qualification really quick because she felt supported and safe. And um, I think that's what she was trying to say from my own perspective or words, if, if that helps clarify it at all. You know, I'm just going to add really quick, and we'll close out, Jason. Um, you know, Jason and I and, and Mindy, you know, we've been around for, for a while, especially Jason and I. And we've had a lot of coaches who have went through that struggle, Mike, with looking at, man, is this really worth it? I'm putting all this time and effort. And like Jason said, if you, you, know, if you really invest yourself in your team and, and develop those relationships, that helps so much with, with your core purpose and getting through the rough times. But we've also lost some along the way. And I've often, I've, I, I've often felt real... Um, you know, sad or or even upset with myself because, you know, they say that most times when people are, are, they do decide to throw in the towel and give up is just before a major breakthrough. And it's so true with this business because we all know so many people that need help when it comes to your health and fitness or or just, you know, with that community and feeling that they belong to something. So every single one of us can make a difference in someone's life and it always you know, it may not always show up immediately in the form of a paycheck because obviously, you know, Jason, myself, and Mindy have reached a point where we're able to do this full time, but that does come over time. It comes with several of all those successes. So if you ever feel like, you know, throwing in the towel 
connect with your upline, connect with a coach like Jason, myself, Mindy, or or even Mike who asked that question, and it will help ground you and, and, and get you back involved and put your head back in that space where you feel like, okay, let's take a breath. It may take maybe 24 hours, and let's get back at it again. So I, I just encourage and implore people who, who haven't seen that success, give it more time. It does happen. You know, we're, me and Jason and Mindy are proof that it does happen. Yeah, and I, I think that's, you know, one of the big reasons that you get those notifications. Like, you know, it might be somebody three levels down that's quitting the business, and maybe they just haven't connected with their coach. Their coach has quit or fallen through the cracks somewhere. And, you know, so a lot of times it's just that call. It says, hey, I'm just checking up with you. see you're leaving the business. No problem there. You know, thank you for giving it a try. Um, I just want to see what's going on, if there's any other way I can help you. And sometimes just that call, that reach out, it's like, oh, there's somebody that supports me. I'm not in this business alone. Um, you know, is enough to, you know, open their eyes and, and make them feel that connection. So, yeah, great points there, Jeff. Absolutely. Okay, we uh, we are going to wrap up. We're a little, about 10 minutes past the bottom of the hour. Any closing remarks, Jason, before we close things up? Well, I'm great. I want to thank uh, Mindy, you know, for her time and rearranging her schedule and giving up a little bit of time from her family, which is obviously so important for to her now and, you know, I'm just so proud of her, and like I say, proud for what she's done for her and her family and her husband, you know, especially when she didn't have a great role model for that. So um just speak so highly of what is capable from this opportunity if you pour your heart and soul into it. Yes. Well, thank, thank you again, better. guys, for having me. I really yep. appreciate it. Mindy, thank you again for, like Jason said, for switching things around and spending time with us tonight. Uh, really, really enjoyed the call. Um, as usual, gang, we will make this call available on our two platforms, teamleadershipcalls.com, as well as it'll be available on iTunes under Fit Union when you search podcasts. Uh, probably in the next 24 to 48 hours, we will have that up. And Mindy, thank you again, and um, hope you enjoy your evening tonight with uh, with the rescheduled time you get to spend with your friend. And thank you for joining us, everybody. Everybody, have a good night. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Good night, everyone.